Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert. And this week we watched Runaway Bride, which came out in 1999 and stars Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. And we are also this week joined by Michelle and Liz from the Three Gossip Girls podcast. Welcome, guys. Yay. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. We're so excited to have you. So when we were talking, first talking with you guys about being on each other's podcasts, we asked you like what rom-com you would want to talk about. And this is one of the ones you mentioned. So why Runaway Bride? Go ahead, Michelle. Okay. Uh, So I was coming off of this week where, when we were first talking, where I was just watching a bunch of rom-coms in a row and Runaway Bride was one of them. Okay. I was like, oh, this movie, it's so nostalgic. I truly love this movie. And then also I was watching First Wives Club, too, because I know I asked about that one. And then Liz is like, I've never seen Runaway Bride. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> Mind you, I've only seen Pretty Woman uh, maybe in the last two years. Okay. And so, yeah, that was my first time watching Pretty Woman, too. So, I don't know. It's like those Richard Gere movies, they were never... My, he doesn't do it my for you. Tea when growing up, at least. I don't know. I just didn't watch them. And so her sister is obsessed with Pretty Woman. She's like, you need to watch that movie. And I watched it. And I'm like, I don't love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, my God. And so when I was telling her we're going to watch Runaway Bride, she's like, I think you're going to like it a lot better than Pretty Woman. And I was like, I hope so. <laughs> and, this you know, spoiler, I did. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Pretty Woman, I I feel like that's one people love in large part due to the nostalgia. We yeah. did it, I don't know, maybe like a handful of months ago. And it definitely like, it was shows a year its ago. age. Because like, um, I looked it up. Pretty Woman came out in 1990. So this was nine years after that. And neither so of them look of, like they've aged a day. Neither of them have aged a day. It's really obnoxious. I'm actually more attracted to older Richard like runaway bride Richard Gere does it for me more so than pretty woman Richard Gere yeah maybe there's not the like complicated aspect of your best friend being a creepy Jason Alexander but I like this Richard Gere Mm -hmm. better yeah yeah Yeah. um so did you guys have any predictions ahead of watching this movie I know Michelle you had seen it like fairly recently but yeah but this watching it different lens yeah you put on the that, okay, I'm going to review this and really right, examine you need to, it. like, examine. Instead of having it on in the background while, you know, on my phone or doing something else or cleaning. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I have this same, it's really hard to take away the nostalgic part of it and what I love about the movie, but also there's certain things that I was yelling at the TV. I was like, no. Yeah. No, this is not. <laughs> no, no. But then there were some parts where I was like, okay, like, I understand uh-huh. and this there's some things I really did like about it. Liz, I am so curious about what you thought this movie was about. I was texting Michelle last night. I was like, I have words about this movie. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. I know. I'm like, no, they're just, you know, I watched it in a lens where I'm a 30-something-year-old. I've never seen this movie before. And I was like, the last half hour of this movie, I was like, what is happening? This is yeah. ridiculous. Um, So I had... I had low expectations going in because I kind of knew what to expect with the gist of the movie. Um, and I think it kind of, we'll get into it. I think, I think my predictions were semi right. So. Okay. Yeah. So just for I kind of a brief plot summary, this movie is about Julia Roberts plays a woman who lives in a small town in Maryland and she has essentially left three men at the altar and she's now engaged to her fourth and about to get attempt to get married for the fourth time. A, a and Richard, had a priest and a, some sort of weird scientist. And she's about to marry Christopher Maloney. Right. Yeah, yes. One Mr. Elliot Stabler. Yeah. I um, did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love this version of it. I love like a goofy version of Elliot Stabler. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's fun Which to see him not name. like. It's fun to see him not like so dark and brooding yeah. and like damaged. Yeah. Um, and then Richard Gere plays a columnist for, are we ever told, is it the New York Times or is it just like a it's fancy USA New York Today pe- because that's why she's getting it in Maine. They had to explain why he's a New York journalist and Good she catch. would get that paper in Good Maine. Catch. It's USA Today. Gotcha. Okay. So um, he writes an article about her that's not very flattering. 
Um, and then she write, writes a letter to the editor. He ends up getting fired and he goes to the t- small town to prove that he was right about her, that she is in fact a horrible man-eating slut, essentially. Um, and obviously since it's a rom-com, they fall for each other. Al, what were your predictions? I don't think we, I think we forgot to do predictions at the end of our last episode, but what were your predictions? Mm, we forgot our instructor. That never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I thought I had, I was sort of like, I don't remember loving this movie. So I think I'm like, not going to think it's great. And I don't think that let, I was like, I don't know that I feel like it's going to like hold up either. And I was like pleasantly surprised at both how much I enjoyed it. And like, it has its problems. We'll get into it. But at how much I was like, oh, this isn't like painting her in some sort of horrible. I was like, it's one of the rare times when I was like, this is not going to hold up. And I was like, oh, it does kind of. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I liked it a lot better than I had remembered liking it. What were yours, Kara? Um... I don't know that I actually even thought about it. I kind of, this, I actually feel the opposite. I felt like this, at least in the beginning, was a little bit worse than I remembered. I think I had forgotten, like, how unlikable he is in the beginning. He's a real asshole in the beginning. (laughs) Yes. Um, So just diving in, Liz, why don't you tell us kind of, like, your rundown since you've, this was the first time you'd ever seen it. This whole plot (laughs) is wild. Is wild to me. Yeah, it's so wild. It almost reminds me of, and obviously it's not the same at all, but 27 Dresses, Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. there's this reporter and he is purposely kind trying to figure out what this girl is about, ends up falling for her because he realizes, oh, you know, she's not what I originally thought she was. So that's what I was anticipating the whole time. And in the beginning, it was really difficult because the way he portrays her in his article, and then Mm -hmm. I'm like, but you've never even met or seen this woman ever. And you're just based off of what this dude in a bar says. You're going to write this article and then fabricate it, saying she's been mm-hmm. married seven times or whatever it was. Um, and then as the movie went on, I was like, all right, you know, she's just super troubled. But in a way where it's like there was definitely like a lot of psychological stuff going on in this whole movie with everyone, because that's what rom-coms <laughs> do, right? There's always everyone always needs therapy. Everyone always needs yes. to like, talk about something. And so... It definitely did get better. And then, as I said in the last half hour, I was like, whoa, there is no way. It's been two weeks. If it that. jumped the shark. At it the jumped end. so quick. And I did not expect that. I just expected them to just kind of fall for each other. I had remembered that they had a wedding. I had forgotten that. <laughs> spoiler alert, obviously. I had forgotten that she's like, Christopher Maloney, I'm not in love with you. Why don't we? I but I have the wedding date in the dress. So then she and Richard Gere decide to get married after kissing one time. That blew my <laughs> mind. And the way that I'm going to call him Stabler because that's honestly like how I yes. Yes. picture name. him in my mind. She just like looks at him. She's like, "Hope I didn't hurt you." I'm like, "What is happening? This whole <laughs> and then scene he comes is so to the bizarre. wedding." And then he's like, "If it was going to be anyone, it should be you." What? Yeah. Right. Like, do you know up. this man? Right. They all act like he was a part of this, like the family for these past week or two. And like everyone loved him, thought he was so funny. And she's like, oh, please. He's not that obviously trying to ignore how she feels. And she's sort of attracted to him. But I was like, this is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I did write, you brought up a good point. I wrote down, I was like, everyone in this movie needs individual and couple therapy. Like, yeah. you know, like everyone, everyone needs some psychological intervention. <laughs> Yes. I also like, at one point I was like, you have very good friends that keep showing up to every single one of your weddings and buying this, like a different dress every time. I mean, Peggy. Yeah. Peggy was like the best friend. Yeah. Yeah. The best supportive friend. So our hometown hero, Joan Cusack. Yeah. I love her. I also love that in movies, they always like Joan Cusack has a very thick, Chicago accent oh, and they're yeah. like that's just small town accent like we'll just put her in Maine and it'll make total sense it's fine because that Chicago accent is just small town anywhere and I'm like it, we are the third largest city in the country <laughs> <laughs> there was a 
lot of celebrity cameos that I didn't realize yes. in this movie. With Rita know? Wilson. I'm like, oh. Yeah, and Lori Metcalf is not credited. Oh, really? Really? Not? So I was going through IMDb just to look at everyone like at a in a hole. She is not listed for the Runaway Bride movie. And when you go to her personal IMDb, it lists Runaway Bride and it says uncredited. Hmm. But then in the credits, she uh, did I see her credit uh, when I was watching the credits? But yeah, because I was like, why isn't she listed? I mean, she played, you know, she was one of the town. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she had like a significant part in our other hometown hero. <laughs> yeah, because Chicago right, people right. are just small town. I feel like part of what I like about this movie and part of what like saves the kind of like insane plot is this cast yeah. because like there's a lot of fun people and there's a lot of really good actors. Like I feel like even though some of the conversations between Joan Cusack and Julia Roberts are kind of insane, like their interactions are some of my favorite. Um, they have really good friend chemistry. Yeah. And they're very like, we talk a lot about like female, like good and bad representations of like honest female friendships in movies. And like they're like, Joan Cusack is very honest with her in a way that like you would be with your friend if this was your friend. And it feels very like loving, but also like, I got to tell you the truth, girl. You're yeah, I appreciated that. And that yeah. Yeah. probably wasn't easy for her to just say like, yeah, I think you flirt with my husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. And the yeah. fact that Julia Roberts doesn't realize she's even doing it and then she's like okay I'm gonna stop flirting with your husband I'm like, oh, yeah it's like a, a weird situation there <laughs> again yeah. therapy should be had but yes yeah yeah we've just said before that like a lot of rom-com drama could be solved um with people just getting therapy yeah definitely um, most television and movies i feel yeah, you know every plot well if they just got a little therapy and talked <laughs> through their problems and realized why they chose that then they would be a better they'd be better right. choices, but. at the end of this movie when she's like discovering herself and we see her like staying single and making lamps and uh, i don't know like finding her figuring yeah. out what type of egg she likes she always takes she likes whatever eggs her partner likes i'm like all of this is great also i hope we're just not saying that you're talking to someone <laughs> Also, you have therapy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michelle, what were your thoughts since this was kind of your pick? What were you, what were your. Yeah. So again, going back to what we said about the therapy, but I think it's just, she got stuck in this small town and had to deal with her dad, which was, you know, has really became a caretaker. And then almost became stuck in the rut of never growing internally and never realizing what you truly want. So just like kind of falling into what these, because the, her partners were so, um, oh, what's the word? Like we had the deadhead and then mm. we had the entomologist, like so uh, <laughs> into what they're into. And so you like, get yeah. wrapped up into it and you're like, oh, I don't have to deal with myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have... Ike come and Ike is just he's he yes he was a dick but he's very charming and it was someone different and someone almost checking her because no one checks her is like oh everyone's blown away by her and yeah and everyone so the whole town she's like this to do yeah yeah and everyone knows her as the girl that keeps getting fault you know leaving the altar yeah. so that's like what she's known for mm-hmm. which is crazy to me that like yes i understand the entirety of becoming what your partner is not knowing who you are just doing what they do because it's easier to do that than find your true self but like why go so far as to like get to the altar and then just come and there was like a joke towards the end she would literally just like completely make a circle like i'm not even and i'm like wow that that's how ridiculous the plot is but i understand like the the whole psychological aspect of it on a like you know, not on a grand scheme. Like that's like just a huge, crazy part of the movie is right. these weddings. Right, it's not even just that she's like called off as many weddings. Truly, like as she's walking, she's down going the to she the was... wedding. Yeah, she makes her way to the aisle. Yeah, then... she right. says to Elliot Stabler because she breaks up with him at the rehearsal. She's like, "This is the. Uh, aren't you proud of me? I did it like farther away this time." And I was like, "Julia Roberts, what?" Do you think you should be proud of you? <laughs> right. No, that when she said that, I was like, "Ooh, ouch!" Yeah, yeah, to him, you know. But they like, all I'm... still respect her and love her. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I, and again, I think it's really helpful that it's Julia Roberts, like, because we all know and love Julia Roberts, particularly like in this kind of rom-com role. I think that that buys back a lot of like the things that she does that are unlikable because she is so like effortlessly charming. And then they, they're telling us that about her character too. And you buy it. Cause you're like, well, yeah, cause Julia Roberts is. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah, um, we talked about, sorry, what were you saying? No, no, go ahead. I'm going to say, we talked about this with my best friend's wedding where she's like the actual villain of the story. And yeah. it's like, oh, you have to have Julia Roberts because Ju- everyone loves Julia Roberts and she's so charming and funny and like sweet. And I think like she's not quite as villainous in this as she is in my best friend's wedding, but it's the same sort of thing. It's like, oh, we're rooting for this person. Whereas like if you play- played by almost anyone else, I'm not rooting for that character. Right. They're almost unlikable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, because you're like, just get your shit together. Just get it together, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I also think it's helpful that they're they both have unlikable qualities. And then yeah. they both we both we see them both try and kind of like reconcile that and grow. Like I think that scene where he's talking to Rita Wilson, who plays his ex-wife and his best friend's wife. Yeah, I love um, that actual dynamic there. Yeah, that was another like sweet relationship. Um, I thought that conversation like kind of reconciled him a little bit for me that he, you know, recognized that he had his own growth to do because as I think Michelle, you said, like he was a dick in the beginning. And there were lots of moments where I was like, this guy super sucks. Particularly there's a scene where he's got like a topless picture of her and he's like, like, lording it over her and I was like this is kind of gross like this is and he like really... makes her prove she doesn't have this tattoo yeah. anymore by like not like <laughs> yeah. he, like extorts her to take her shirt off I was like Richard here this isn't great no, <laughs> yeah not a good look <laughs> we'll forgive you by the end but come on man yeah I did love in the beginning though that she did get him fired mm-hmm. I yeah thought that was a, that was really wrote to the editor and, and the editor is a woman and it's his ex-wife. And it's so, his ex-wife. And she's like, I can't, I can't do anything about it. Sorry. Right. So I, I did like that. Yeah. And her like letter, I think she says like, I have like 15 things that were factually inaccurate in this. And like, it shows up her character very early on. Like, oh, she's not, she's not going to be messed with. Like right. that made me like her. And I think like then buys back some of her like a little bit crazy, but yeah, it, that makes her character come off very strong at the beginning. I agree. Yeah. She's also, I think the other thing that I like is she's messy. Like I think oftentimes like our rom-com heroines are messy, but she's kind of messy in a different way. You know, I we talk a lot about sort of the sort of consist, consistent trope of like the career driven woman who needs to like have her cold heart melted. And this doesn't do that it does like a messy female in kind of a different way which I think is interesting even though like (laughs) the choices she's making are really insane at times yeah I feel like she's definitely a main character a female main character that I really haven't watched before Mm -hmm. especially in this type of movie in a rom-com so that was refreshing to see yeah she she kind of does wear her heart on her sleeve yeah and then she, we see she really just doesn't truly know who she is or never really thought about pursuing something different than the situation she's in. So I thought that that was, that was like a nice twist to see her be a little bit different than what I've seen in movies and TV. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's usually like, it's either like you said, Carrie, like the career driven woman who like can't find love or like the love and marriage obsessed woman who just like can't find, like the twenty seven like right Catherine Hyde. Yeah. Right. And this is sort of like, oh, she's found a lot of like sort of right guys. Like maybe the first three are weird, but like there's Maloney, I buy, I buy him for her. Yeah. And it's not that she like, it's that she intentionally doesn't really, it can't find herself. I don't know, you're right. It's just like a different take of most of our rom-com heroines. I did love that she drove a man into the priesthood. That is my new dream. It's so break a man's <laughs> heart so bad, I force him into celibacy. <laughs> He was also on SVU for a while, so there were a lot of like little Law and Order connections here. He was also the dad on Grounded. For I was Life. just gonna say, yes! like, oh, oh my god, Grounded is one of my personal. Favorite I used to love TV that shows. show. As a kid. He has like a very Irish name. His name is like Donald something. Like, yeah. 
hella Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked him. I was happy that he found joy in the poop. Also, like, there, like, her interactions with these guys was kind of, like, sweet, and she had good chemistry. Like, maybe Julia Roberts is just such a good actor, but she has chemistry with all these people. Yeah, and you can see that they all still kind of, like, love her. Yeah. she's Again, she's so charming, and she doesn't realize that she is, and they're, like, don't, they don't really blame her, even though they they were hurt so badly by her. Right. Like, it, yeah. You know, I get it. It's okay. It, and I think it's also that small town of everyone takes care of everybody. It's a giant mm-hmm. family. Everyone knows each other. I absolutely, I wrote this down because I loved the name of the salon, Curl Up and Die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I never noticed that before. That's really cute. Yeah. Fantastic. My mom, I was watching it with my parents and my mom laughed out loud and went, oh, so cute. And then they like showed the name of the salon. Yeah, that's clever. That was really cute. So good. Um, I, one of you had said, somebody had said that the inner, the dynamic between Richard Gere and then his best friend and his ex-wife who are now married to each other, who are played by Rita Wilson and Hector Elizondo. I thought that like whole dynamic was really charming. I was like, I want to see like Rita Wilson and Hector Elizondo's movie. Yeah, like I want the spin-off. Like a really and, lovely little marriage. Yeah. So rom-com fun fact, uh, in this movie. Richard Gere's ex-wife is played by Tom Hanks' wife. And in Sleepless in Seattle, Tom Hanks' dead wife is played by Richard Gere's yes. wife. <laughs> Doing a little oh. sloppy. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> that's a fun fact. <laughs> that's, I've been watching rom-coms and doing this too long when I was like, you're just wife sloppy. Like, I knew it all. And <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. I told it to my mom and she was like, well, one's divorced and one's dead. And I was like, right, <laughs> not in real no, life. No, no, but, but still, <laughs> they came in contact with the same people. Right. All, like a very, just a very small world. I imagine that, like the four of them are friends and like hang out and couple of things. Right? That's my new. Yeah. Hector Elizondo also had my favorite line in the movie where like near the end when she runs out on Richard Gere, her wedding to Richard Gere, and she gets on a FedEx truck to escape and Rita Wilson is like, where do you think she's going? And Hector Elizondo is like, I don't know, but wherever she's going, she'll get there by 1030 tomorrow. (laughs) It's such a good like Gary Marshall movie, Hector Elizondo joke. Like that was to me, like also uh, the Queen's like driver from Princess Diaries could also yeah. have said that line. I was like, this is just Hector Elizondo doing what he does best. Yeah, he just being seems in Gary like Marshall movies. So sweet, just like yes. this funny guy who you know occasionally has these like witty comments, and he just looks like a ball of mush. I love him in like, yes. every role. I like yeah. when he fell on his back and he just starts kicking up his yeah. feet. <laughs> like, he's getting married. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I feel like anytime I turn on a rom-com and he's there, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll like this one. one. Yeah. yeah. Or when one. she goes and she's, he's like, she just picked a hair from my neck. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. He's like, oh, um, you're just, you just tried to pick a hair from my neck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That scene is so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I did enjoy that this was a rom-com that actually like had some comedic moments. Um, you know, I, I like a rom-com that has the calm part. Yeah. Um, and this is not like, this is definitely more on like the romantic side, but it did have a few like laugh out loud moments that yeah. the FedEx one in particular, like really caught me off guard. I'd like snorted. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Upper East Siders. Welcome to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz, an OG fan of the teen series who watched it live back when it aired in 2008. And I'm Michelle, a newbie to the show, so I have no idea what's to come, including who Gossip Girl is. What a gem. What a gem. We also had our good friend Ingrid join us for the first season of the podcast as well. So, if you like ridiculous ship names, a special drink paired with the episode, or maybe just hearing old friends dissect this teen drama in all of its glory this may be the pod for you you can join us 30 something year olds every thursday as we unnecessarily dive deep into an episode of gossip girl we are currently starting season four of the show and we cannot wait for you to hear some fun changes more guests more predictions and more drama i mean this is gossip girl after all you can find us on all social media platforms at three gossip girls pod and listen on whichever podcast platform you enjoy xoxo
I also feel that there's moments that I, I will always think of, you know, when she first puts on the wedding dress that she wants and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm like a bell. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding. Or, or the fan scene. These are yeah, dresses. the fan. And, and with the, she's like, you know, trying to cool down. Cool she pits. has her bubble gum. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll never forget. And, and I also, and I wrote this down too. I love her outfits. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need these overalls. I need the flannel. Love all of it. I just like it. she has this like effortless ponytail. Oh yeah, she's I'm gorgeous. Like, I would never look like that in a ponytail. They Every time to I do try a, a ponytail, I just look bald. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they like make. I think because her hair is naturally curly too, and they have like this like soft tendril like little curls mm-hmm. around framing her yeah. face, and the rest of her ponytail is just like gorgeous and big and fluffy. And I'm like, oh, I would never look like that. <laughs> I also I like re- her wedding dress is very 1999, and I kind of love it. And I also love that she like goes into the shop and she's like I don't want the wedding dress I want I want that one and then tries it on and it fits perfectly no alterations needed days before her wedding yeah I wondered in this watch I've never really noticed it before but I wondered in if that scene where she goes in and, and like insists on the dress that she wants if that was kind of like a pretty woman homage of oh. like the shopping oh, yeah. scene where they won't serve her and in, in this the the store owner is like you don't want that dress like you're gonna run out on this wedding yeah which is like ouch <laughs> right also her being like no this is what i want and him like encouraging her to go after what she it's like a nice little thing like okay you're gonna let each other be your truest self in this dress that like i have never been married but carrie is and they were like the dress you have is three hundred dollars this one's a thousand dollars and granted it was 1999 but i was like we went wedding dress shopping and carrie was reduced to tears because nothing is a thousand like a thousand dollars is a very cheap dress yeah, it's a very cheap dress these days. And yeah. Yeah, you can't find anything for a thousand. I mean, you can, but it's probably not what you're going to want to wear right. on that right. day. <laughs> right. Remember, like, Carrie fully being like, I can't afford any of these things. And I was like, <laughs> I, you're right. This is very expensive. Yeah. Everything. Oh, my God. Everything for weddings is so expensive. It's ridiculous. Oh. Totally. When she, when she was like, I want to get married, like, on a Wednesday afternoon, I was like, yes, do that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Like, no one there... I was like, yes, girl. That's my my choice of wedding. Like a small town country wedding. I am, again, we're from Chicago. We are not small town people. But I was like, that's my dream wedding is this like small town country wedding. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought it was fun to like see see her various weddings because um, like each relationship was so like wrapped up in the guy. Each wedding was so very different and that's kind of like fun to see in a movie is these sort of like big over the top like yeah with the trampoline kind of weddings yeah <laughs> that part really i laughed i was like oh my goodness what kind of wedding is this <laughs> I just love they carry she, her yeah she just jumps on the trampoline they carry her and then she's looking and she's like nah i'm going right. <laughs> i'm leaving <laughs> it's like the first one i can understand i mean i understand all of them right we all know how she, what happened right and she needed to grow but the first you, you were younger right like, okay yeah you know, and then the second one, you're like, maybe, maybe you could like, have learned a lesson, but you didn't. Right. <laughs> and then yeah, by the you third one, the third one, almost the horse was getting crazy. And yeah, then it's the horse's fault. Yeah, the horse's fault. And so I'm like thinking, oh, my God, did she not mean to run out on the wedding? But then she like kicks the horse. She's like, no, go. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I was like, even, oh, man. Even the rings were so, oh my God, so different and went with the, the guy. And, you know coach bob with the number one that ring, I, that ring was so, so ridiculous funny. i the laughed out loud at that ridiculous. like number one diamond <laughs> the girl this was the sign you should marry him but he got you a ring <laughs> with a number one <laughs> yeah i also love that one of his like he's like a high school coach and i love that one of his like students was like i'm gonna marry her one day and it's sort of like yeah maybe i mean maybe like she keeps running out on weddings she like could, yeah. maybe in a few years when it when she says to him like you're jailbait get away from me and i'm like well in a few years he won't be and you might marry him oh <laughs> <laughs> <So true. laughs> <laughs> uh, was there anything that like we sort of touched on this a little bit anything that like didn't hold up or you found like problematic or concerning at all other than, like, Richard Gere's attitude at the beginning of the movie. I had a hard time, like, feeling, like, there. I feel like their chemistry acting-wise was great, but the connection of, like, that romantic connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, knew this was supposed to happen, mm-hmm. but I wasn't seeing it for myself. 
obviously until much later when they're deciding they're going to kiss and then all of a sudden get married. And even then I'm like, wait, I still don't feel this like, like passionate dying Mm -hmm. connection. And then I read somewhere, I think it was on IMDb, like a critic. And it was saying how this movie is so refreshing because there really wasn't any sex in it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's that kind of like you're developing the that friendship relationship first, and then that would come after. So I appreciate that because that really doesn't generally happen in these yeah. types of movies. Um, but then towards the end, where they both felt like they needed to find themselves, I liked it more. But mm-hmm. I felt like this the connection between the two wasn't. Like me putting myself as a little girl like in Julia Roberts' shoes. Like, I don't think that would have been me. Right. Yeah, it's not super clear, like, what they love about each other. Right. Like, like she's just really mysterious, and he's also kind of mysterious and right. both quirky, sort of. And then they had the weird yeah. verse quirky, which I thought of you because Michelle loves the word quirky. <laughs> <laughs> quirky in itself is quirky. Quirky in itself is quirky. Yeah. And Peggy's like, well, I'm weird. And she's like, no, you're just quirky. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess she is. And then Julie Roberts is like, well, I'm quirky. I'm like, yeah, I guess they're, everyone's quirky. Yeah. Right. Everyone has yeah. a quirk because they're like small town folk. <laughs> you know, like everyone has everyone knows everything about each other and there's no mystery. And so her just not getting married to all these men, it's like it's in the papers and it's just right. It's a very like aspect. stars hollow feel. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. Like yes. everyone knows your business and therefore everyone force, like it's not forced, but they choose to like make fun of her because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in that scene, I don't know how you both felt in that scene where he tries to defend her in front of her mm-hmm. family and she felt like embarrassed and that she didn't need the help. But he's like, they were just making fun of you. Like I was trying to deflect and say like, no, you, you were all in the wrong. And so I was like, is this supposed to be the moment where they're fighting and they realize that like they're meant to be to, to, with each other, but then I really still didn't feel it. I was like, okay, I agree. Get it. I, <laughs> I really struggle with that scene because it doesn't, feel like he's doing her a favor really like right. first she's of all mad. he's he's mad she's he's come to this town to like point out all this stuff about her and now he's gonna like swoop in and be the guy that's like right. oh we shouldn't be doing this right. and then <laughs> she says to him like it was fine I know how to handle it like it's fine and he's like no they were humiliating you it's like okay don't tell her how she feels like she just right. told you how she feels he's kind of like you're alone you're lonely right. she's like wait I am <laughs> you don't even know what kind of eggs you like she's just like wait I don't <laughs> but also like don't tell me I don't <laughs> it's like her father is sort of the one like picking on her and there's this like you know her father is drinking more and is like an alcoholic and she has to deal with it and it's sort of sweet and he's like coming in to save her from her like dad and it's like you don't understand like they're relate- like you are not the knight in shining armor here like right. she has to deal with all this stuff alone like and it's hard to figure out if he's like supposed to be the hero in that. But it's like we're supposed to be on his side in that moment because I certainly was not. No. I was like, let her be. Right. It's like you maybe afterwards you kind of talk her, talk to her and say like, are you okay? I see right. that maybe you weren't taking that well. Right. And then to her, she's probably numb to it at this point because everyone says these comments about her all the time, especially towards the end when her dad said something like, oh, we're gonna open up a museum of wedding items and that finally she's like stop i'm Mm -hmm. just i'm so done with this it's been too long everyone's been making fun of me and just pointing out my flaws so i liked that that she finally came to the realization i guess it took him to make her realize that but in that scene i was like i don't really know whose side i'm on here like this is is confusing yeah and i like i said this last night i was like i like her character like I like this sort of like she has to discover herself and come into her own and I'd be perfectly happy with this movie if she was like I'm gonna discover myself and come into my own and not marry anyone <laughs> like right. I sort of didn't need them to get like back together at the end Same. despite the beautiful like gorgeous apartment and like sweeping views of New York but it was like girl just discover yourself and love yourself I almost feel <laughs> wished she discovered herself sooner Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the movie, like maybe he was the one that showed her the way of 
finding herself and we kind of saw that that's how she was developing like that's how their relationship was developing like mm-hmm. no you need to figure out what eggs you like let's make all you these eggs and right you you know maybe you don't want to climb Everest or whatever it was where they came together with the realization of like how she wants to find herself but then towards the end where she does it on her own which I'm glad she does yeah I felt like we could have done that maybe like 45 minutes earlier yeah and then I would have seen the connection of like let's get back together at the end I yeah I agree with that I also though very much like that she proposed to him Mm -hmm. because now she has control I like that too of her own narrative yes I did too I like all the steps that she did. And then when she repeated the speech back to him, I felt that. Yes. Same. That's yes. Where I yeah. felt. And I was like, okay. But also when she Call says, back. I love you, I was like, I don't feel it. I, didn't feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's you know? definitely like a, because as you said, like that, that last half hour, like you're packing in a lot. So much. And yeah. I, so it's almost like you're like having to catch up with them. And then, so you're like, wait, do I buy this? I'm not sure I do. I don't, don't I? And again, I think they're trying to get us there like because it's Julia Roberts and Richard Gere without getting us there like through the story. Right. Um, Cause yeah, I agree I with right. you. Like, I think if we needed to like, there's like a pacing problem. Like we have to start her figuring herself out earlier in the movie to yeah. buy mm-hmm. that at the end. I agree. I think that's I feel like now I'm talking with everyone about this I feel like that was my issue with the movie yeah why I didn't feel so connected to these characters I I didn't feel that like true romantic like magnetic pull towards each Mm -hmm. other I felt like yeah they probably would be good friends if they both stopped like shitting on each other about things (laughs) but then towards the end with the romance and then just them that whole scene at the rehearsal where he has to step in and be the groom. And then they all, I was like, this would never happen. I'm like, screaming at the They TV. did it in Wedding Singer, too, well, which I listened to your episode, which was but great. Like the, the same but, thing. like, this, yeah, like, they kiss and they can't stop kissing. They're kissing in front of her fiancé. And then he's like, what just happened there? Did you guys get, like, caught up in a moment of pretending? It's like, well, right. no. It's so weird. It's, it's so, so like, weird. It's never I think you're right. Like, I don't feel they're like pulled towards each other. So I, and I don't believe that two people, like in The Wedding Singer, it's like, this is an insane movie premise we're buying into. But in this, yeah. it's supposed to be like grounded and believable. And I'm like, this doesn't happen. Like, this just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Where does that thought come from, though? Did this had to have happened because you write what you know? Yeah. Right. So, or you're like, so you're like, no, this would be awesome to put in I guess there. awesome. Yeah. yeah. But this <laughs> would that be great? <laughs> I just want to know if this ever happened to anyone. Yeah, let us know, guys. Let us know. Yeah. Someone tell us if you've ever made Please. out with someone who isn't your partner while at your rehearsal dinner. At your rehearsal dinner. <laughs> or not been just, able to resist. Not necessarily at a rehearsal dinner, but maybe you just all of a sudden have this moment with someone, but you're like in right. front of your partner. <laughs> like, bizarre. Uh, hello. That was so yeah, crazy to bizarre. me. And then all of a sudden him saying, well, you have the dress and the venue. I'm like, what? That was the what? moment for me where I was like, okay, we've gone off the rails. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> now you just, you need to pull it back in. Something is not connecting there. Put the dress in storage until you know each other better. Yeah. Right. I could have gotten on board with the kiss. I agree. Like this yes. idea that you just like have this magnetic pull and you can't help but kiss that person is a little insane. But like I could have gotten on board. But then when we suddenly jumped to like, well, we should just get married. I was like, Okay. Yeah, like, why did we have to have another runaway bride? We didn't have to have the wedding. It would have made sense to me if he was the wedding that she didn't run away from. But then they showed her running away from the wedding. But then they get remarried. So it's like, we didn't have to do that. I feel like it felt like you could have cut that whole scene out of them getting married for the first time. And the only thing we see, the only scenes we see of them between that moment of the kiss and then deciding to get married, they're bonding scenes of them playing cards and like tickling each other I'm like, this right. doesn't mean you're supposed to get married this is the way you should run and away also from. it's probably i don't know how soon well rehearsal dinner is probably a few days before the wedding right yes. it's like not a couple of weeks where they're getting to know each other still right. on this romantic level like no the rehearsal is usually like a night or two before the wedding or and, and everyone's just sort of like on board with it like Joan Cusack needed to step in and be like this is insane this is ridiculous I'm calling it off for you yes someone needed yes. to say something to her like wake this girl up but she didn't 
I also love that, like, there's a kind of throwaway line where she's like, we're going to split our time between here and New York. And I was like, you've already figured out the logistics. Like, I feel like that's a conversation between a couple that takes Oh my god! Like I didn't a even lot catch of that. Oh, a yeah, lot of planning and time. <laughs> I didn't either. No, because he's gonna write a book, so, right? And that, this place inspires him, and that's when he's gotcha. Yeah, with I did not catch that at all. <laughs> I must have been yelling at the TV. Like <laughs> here, I think is showing these two people who just don't know each other and getting wrapped up in a spontaneous moment and a feeling and acting upon it. Yeah. Which is when they realized scary. we should not do this. <laughs> That's yeah. scary. <laughs> but they had to do it to grow, to learn the lesson. I guess. To get their own horse. I just was surprised by him. Horse. Yes. I was just surprised by him saying, that, well, you have the dress and the venue and everyone's going to be there. I'll, I'll just step in. Love sex. There's obviously nothing sex. else we can do. No wedding has ever been canceled before and you can't right? just save the dress. For later, we have to get married. <laughs> right? And that's not no. logic. We should do it. We should just do it because you have all the stuff lined up. Right. It just makes sense. Where it's like, what a compelling no. reason to agree to stay with someone forever. It's like, well, we've you've already paid for everything. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then I'm trying to put myself again, like this was 1999. I was nine, 10. So I'm trying to put myself in my, in my 10 year old shoes of watching this movie and thinking, Oh, well all the movies I did back then, like you've got me yeah. just all the mm-hmm. things that I loved, like putting myself in the actress's shoes. I don't necessarily think, at 10, I would be like, wow, this is great. <laughs> I would love to just try and get married three times and then have this one guy who I kind of know for a few weeks propose to me. Right. And then us not I, get married. And <laughs> I have a memory of seeing this movie, and Carrie can correct me if I'm wrong, but I have a memory of seeing this movie in theaters with our mom and our aunt. Is that what happened? I don't remember. I know we saw it in theaters, but yeah. I, like, I was also 10, and I feel like even at 10, I was like, I don't think these two people know each other well. (laughs) I think you're supposed to talk to each other for more than a week. And part of that should not be someone writing a damning and mean article about you before you decide to get married. Right. And she then she changes the narrative. I'm going to help you write this article about me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in that, I feel like we still didn't see him kind of like pull her apart watching her from afar of all these things that she does that are either quirky or silly and him like falling for her I just felt like he was just kind of like pointing the finger at her all the time yeah well about everything I think when she shows him the work she does Mm -hmm. like yeah he was really impressed and he was like wow and then when he sees her I felt like this is the moment when he sees her car at the bar Yes. And she's helping her father in and you can and she's like, Please don't write Please, about this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, never. And that right there is like, Okay, you've gone through and they go for the ride. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, okay, so now we're starting to like Yeah, that was the moment it was kind of changing falling. for them. Yeah. yeah. Understanding. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had moments of we definitely had moments where you like saw these two people connecting. Um I I go back to list like what you said. I think it's just like the speed at which we then like flipped to like, oh, now we're meant to be happily ever after. Like didn't quite bring the audience along. I also like as we were talking about him writing the article about her, I almost feel like we needed like the follow up article, like like the, you know, how to lose a guy in 10 days or never. Yeah. Or never been kissed. Like where you have like the, the article at the end where it kind of wraps everything up and sort of like fixes what happened earlier. Um, Some of that I think was missing. Agreed. Agreed. It would have been nice to see him have a follow-up article about her and how amazing she is and how people didn't really understand what was going on in her life and just, yeah, just praising her and Mm -hmm. how he obviously loves her. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 I think how to lose a guy how to lose a guy in 10 days is a good analogy like she writes a good article apologizing at the end yeah. and he needed to write a good article apologizing right oh yeah. i love that movie so much yeah that's a good such one a good one yeah anything else any other thoughts about this movie i love the part is that the grandma is she her grandma the like little old like, lady and that's the tea did i was like <laughs> She was, was like, a fun character. Her grandma was funny. Oh, she was great. She was great. And she loved the I love butts a and stuff. Lady. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like the grandmas that are thirsty all the time. And yes. 
or just say ridiculous things. Did you have a favorite side character like in the town? Um, that's a good question. I was just thinking that I do love like a, a movie, particularly a rom-com set in a small town, because then you populate it with all these like really kind of quirky characters. Um, I love Joan Cusack. Um, I, I also this time around thought the, the guy who like works the front desk at the inn who like randomly pops up from time to time. He was a lot funnier than I had ever kind of paid attention to before. Yeah. And he had that virtual reality. (laughs) Wait, this is 99. We had virtual reality. I don't remember this. Oh yeah. The Sims. My Sims used to get that. Oh yeah, you're right. The Sims did have them. them. Spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. It was like a thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah. Did you guys have a favorite side, side character? I definitely, yeah, Joan Joan Cusack was a great character. I loved, I think Rita Wilson's character was great. I love yeah. Rita Wilson. Yeah. I also liked when the grandma said something about, like, she's not afraid of the marriage, she's afraid of the wedding night and the, and the one-eyed snake. And one-eyed snake. Like, I charmed the one-eyed snake yeah. a while ago. And the grandma's like, oh. <laughs> I, I love that scene. And I also love when Peggy... Peggy's talking about her husband and how he's a host. Wake up with phlegm. phlegm. I, yes. I got a good laugh. With yeah, that. same. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, yeah. they were all really good. The yeah. side characters. Yeah, just the town itself was really, really sweet and charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very Stars Hollow. Very Stars Hollow. The, the hardware store. Yes. <laughs> the hair salon. Curl mm-hmm. up and die. Yeah. <laughs> just the random hotel, like, in type yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just the sweet. It's good. Yeah. It was a good speech. I did like his his speech that then she like adopts at the end. I I you know, I can get sucked back into a rom-com real quick if you have a good speech and I did like yeah. that one. Same. Good callback. Yeah. yeah. Great callback. Love it. I really liked that. But then she says, "Well, did you say that to your first wife obviously oh, not. right He's like I think it was like um you wanna yeah so you wanna do this <laughs> which I'm like yeah makes sense for that relationship I guess yeah most romantic proposal no but he like had it in him it's almost like yeah. he's rehearsed his speech over and over in his head of I'm gonna find this perfect woman and that's what I'm gonna say to her and so he says it to her and it resonated with her yeah but I just thought that was funny in a movie, in a ridiculous movie where we're supposed to expect these two people have like fallen in love in a week and decided to get married, it's like a pretty good like description of like what a relationship's gonna be. It's like this is gonna be hard, yeah. and we're gonna agree to continue to keep going at it, which right. I like. Yeah, I like that too. When they did end up getting married at the end, the person marrying them says like, "May your individuality strengthen your love," and I like that's a that's a good sentiment, and I like that in a rom-com particularly one where we've spent the whole time sort of having her realize what her individuality is so I thought that was kind of like a nice like cap on this movie yeah I like that too they bring it back at the end yeah full circle they get us back in the end (laughs) (laughs) um any other thoughts anything else about this movie that we missed oh one thing I just thought of there this is this movie does have a great soundtrack like oh, every song, yeah. I would so like good. the music is so good. The Dixie so good. Chicks or Chicks song, the Runaway, the uh, Ready to Run, which I Ready think to was run. written for the movie. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. I'll be yeah, listening to the Dixie Chicks for weeks now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good, really good soundtrack. I remember your sister telling me that too. That she that was like her soundtrack of when we grew up, and I was like, oh, I like listened to that one over and over again, but not put it together that it yeah. was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It has a very good, like, 1999 yeah. soundtrack. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. I love a good rom-com soundtrack. So, yeah, parts of it hold up and parts of it don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's a good way to – a good conclusion of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. This was lovely. Yeah. yeah it you. was so much fun. I, I'm glad I've watched the movie. <laughs> I have no regrets. <laughs> good. Good. I'm glad you didn't it. come out of it like, God, I can't believe I had to watch that. No. I did feel, but this is me always, that I did feel it was a tad long. Yes. <laughs> it was an it hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, but that's just me with no patience. We've repeatedly said that like all rom-coms should be like 
a cool hour 30. Yeah. You do not need more than yes, that. That's good enough. You don't need that extra yeah. 15 fluff of no. them, like an, an extra scene where like this wedding scene for me didn't need to happen. We could have just had right. them get back together at the end. It didn't need to happen. Right. Agreed. Yeah. I totally But overall, agree. I'm glad that I watched it and I'm glad we got to talk to you both about it. Yeah. This is so Me much too. fun. I know. Um, tell people where they can find you guys. Uh, well, you can find Three Gossip Girls Pod on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Three Gossip Girls Pod, gmail.com if you guys want to send us a cool email. And um, Total Betty Media, that's our podcast network. So if you want to follow us over there too, you can do that. And, uh, yeah, we release episodes every Wednesday. We'll link to um, all of your social media in our show notes so that people can find you and find Three Gossip Girls Pod. Thank Um, you. Al, where can people find us? You can find us on Instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod and Twitter at hold underscore up underscore podcast. Um, And next week or in two weeks, because we do every other week, uh, you can join us again for... John Tucker must die. This oh, is the next one on our such a good one. Oh my god, I completely forgot we're doing that. What a what a riot of a movie. I can't wait to listen to that. Same. I, I can't wait to listen to that. Too. Love that movie. I think I'm gonna watch it, get myself ready for your episode. <sighs> yeah. And then I don't need to watch it. I know every <laughs> line <of her> <laughs> And there's isn't isn't there a Penn Badgley connection? Isn't he oh, in that movie? There's a badge in there. There Pen- is a Penn Badgley in there. I, oh, I'm in now. I'm into the movie now. Oh, have yeah. you never seen it, Al? I've seen parts of it in a dry bar. So, oh, it uh, is. The sound isn't on. It is funny and quirky and sexy and ridiculous all in a bubble. Yeah. And Britney Snow is so freaking cute. I love Sophia Britney Bush Snow. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it it's honestly, it's great. one of those movies that has like no business being as good as it is. It, right? Yeah. Like the cast is so good. And yeah. like the writing, meh, maybe it's not that great, but the concept is so funny. The characters yeah. are great. It's I just, feel like it's the cast good. is a real like who's who of early 2000s like television right. shows. It's like yeah. Sophia Bush, Brittany Snow, Penn Badgley. And, Ashanti. Uh, like, like where does, yeah, she, where does she come to this? <laughs> and um, Arielle Keebler. Ke- yes. Yeah, yes. She's yeah. great. And doesn't and it have Badgley. the gardener from Desperate Housewives? Is it, yes, Jesse Metcalf. Yeah. This was the prime Prime of prime yes. for him. Like, yeah. smoke show. Yeah, whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think he had some, like, a little issue with drugs law type situation. Oh. I think. I could be misstepping there, but I thought well, something bad happened we, with him. We will look into that before in our yeah. next episode. Oh, I can't wait to listen because yeah. I truly, as you guys can tell, love that movie. Well, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. 